0: Judy Moody Declares Independence Chapter 11 Yankee Doodle Dandy After all the excitement, Judy was feeling much too independent to do homework. She got out her Judy Moody Declaration of Independence. This was going straight in her scrapbook. Judy climbed to the top bunk, and she spread out all of her stuff from her trip to Boston. In her scrapbook, she pasted, pasted taped, glue-sticked, or band-aided all of the souvenirs from Boston. She doesn't have to do work. She just has to write what she did at Boston. You have something right here. Yeah, yeah, but she also had um, a book report to do. Last but not least, she turned the last page to the sugar packets with Ben Franklin, sayings on the page, and she made up a new one. If at first your brother falls asleep on the bus, ride, ride like Sybil and chase after him. The next day the story of the not-so-midnight rider of Judy Moody was all over Virginia Dare school Listen my children and you shall hear how Judy Moody rode like Sibyl and Paul Revere every time stink told the story it got wild a little wilder some heard that she was chased by wild wolves some heard <laughs> some heard that she was she was kidnapped by a garbage truck some heard Some heard that she fell off and broke her leg, but kept writing. Stink even made Judy a gold medal with a blue ribbon. Aww, that was really nice. After dinner that night, Judy climbed up on the top bunk to paste the ribbon on her scrapbook. Then the scrapbook was not, but the scrapbook was not there. As in G-O-N-E, gone. She looked under her reading pillow. She looked under her lumps of covers. Reading pillow. Yep and heaps of stuffed animals. She looked under Mouse. Judy looked all around her room. The scrapbook was missing. The scrapbook was stolen. Number one by number one scrapbook thief right here in this house. Stink! Judy ran into his room. I did not say that you could take my scrapbook. Give it. I didn't take your scrapbook, said Stink. After I saved your life and everything, said Judy. Robber! Stealer! Scrapbook napper! "'I'm not. I swear in Toady's life I did not take it. "'If you didn't take it and I didn't lose it, "'that leaves Mouse, and Mouse cannot read. "'Maybe Mom and Dad took it,' Stink said. "'Let's go ask. Let's go spy,' said Judy. "'Judy and Stink tiptoed down the stairs without too many creaks. "'They slid across the floor without too many creaks. "'They slunk past the living room, past the kitchen, to Mom's office. "'Stink, you hold the flashlight. I'll look around.' "'She pawed through the trash.' She searched on top of the cabinet file in the bookshelves. Uh Uh-oh, Stink said. Check it out. A message was flashing across Mom's computer screen. It said, Judy and Stink, if you are reading this, I know you're in here. Read this note. Exlo... Oh, I don't know what it says. It's like a secret code. How can we read that? It's in Russian, said Stink. Okay, go ahead. Sound it out. Exlo... Yeah, it's, it's in like a funky writing, huh? <laughs> Stink said, shining the light on the screen. It's not Russian, said Judy. It's secret code, spy code. It looks just like Dr. Church's secret code and dad's freedom trail book from Boston. Rare. The spy guy? Sweet. Can we, can we be code busters just like him? Oh, be code busters just like him? Yep. Judy ran and got her book, and she looked up the back. The code is A equals Z, B equals Y, C equals X. All you have to do is do the alphabet backwards. They looked the letters again, and it said, "Cold feet are not sweet." Hmm, what sort of clue is that? No sweet feet. How about cookie? How about the cookie jar? Stink asked. It says not sweet. Stink. How about socks? Socks aren't sweet, and they help cold feet brilliant said judy and judy instinct dashed upstairs where judy rummaged through her sock drawer sure enough there is another clue sticking out of her screaming mimi's ice cream socks it's like a treasure hunt she opened the note said another letter another thing that you can't understand she took out the pencil and figured out the notes this one says judy times two both are you so this is a secret code, but it doesn't say anything, so she has to decode it. Judy times two, both are you. They thought about it for a long time. They were both stumped. When Judy got to, got a brainstorm, there's only one me, said Judy. You can say that again, said Stink, unless you look in the mirror. Judy and Stink raced to the bathroom. One of the mirror, a message was written in soap crayon. Stink helped Judy work out the code. A house for mouse judy yelled that doesn't make any sense stink said think said judy what else could it what else could be a house for mouse under your bed asked stink or like your top bunk i look i'll look there oh i looked there judy said wait i got it there's a mouse whenever we can't where is mouse whenever we can't find her said stink he ran downstairs after his sister Judy raced over to the pile of laundry on the washer and dug around. Found it, she said, holding up her scrapbook. They flipped through the pages of pictures and pebbles and pressed leaves and pencil rubbings, tea bags and sugar packets and band-aids, her declaration of independence, the postcard That's from Tory. Great. She flipped through the last pages. She, Judy Moody, was gobsmacked. Glued to the page was a fancy certificate on old-time paper that looked like parchment. Hear ye, hear ye, Judy Moody is hereby, has hereby made her bed every day, has brushed her hair almost every day, done her homework without being asked, been nice to stink, inspired others with her bravery and courage on her famous ride, which demonstrates independent thinking. We, undersigned mom and dad, hereby give Judy Moody, Moody a 25 cents allowance, effective now. Signed. Kate, Betsy, Ross, Moody, a.k.a. Mom, Richard, John Hancock, Moody, a.k.a. Dad. They did it. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy macaroni, said Judy. Look, a main quarter with a lighthouse. Now I have liberty and the purse of happiness. And with more allowance, you can pay me back a lot faster, said Stink. Wait until I write Tori and tell her my declaration of independence really worked, except for the getting your own bathroom thing. Judy's Judy hugged her scrapbook and then Stink. She, Wait, that's <laughs> she found her mom and dad and hugged them too. She even kissed Mouse with on her wet pink nose. Independence doesn't end here, said Mom. We're going to expect you to be responsible. And of course, you still always have to do your homework, Dad told to her. And be nice to me, said Stink. Maybe I could also try to stay up a teeny-weeny bit late just for tonight, asked Judy, on account of how independent I am now and how I'm not going to be treated like a baby anymore. Just 15 minutes, said Dad, and just for tonight, said Mom. Whole 15 minutes? No fair, said Stink, and then I'm declaring independence from brushing my teeth. Give me liberty or give me bad breath. One independent kid is enough for now, said Mom. Dad laughed. That night, in those 15 minutes, Judy ate a snack of grapes and goldfish, the crackers, not the real, not the goldfish. She brushed her teeth with red, white, and blue toothpaste, washed her face with her very own Bonjour Bunny washcloth, and she read a whole chapter of Ramona, the brave library book. After twelve and a half minutes she couldn't even stay awake anymore. She climbed the ladder to her top bunk. Lights out, said Mom. Good night, sweetie. Dad blew her a kiss. After her mom and dad pulled the door almost shut, Judy lay on the top bunk and gazed up at the night sky ceiling for glow in the dark stars. Star spangled bananas. She, Judy Moody, was independent with a capital I. As independent as Ben Franklin. John Hancock Paul Revere, as independent as Sybil Lettington in her midnight ride. Being independent was brilliant. The bee's knees and staying up late was Yankee Doodle Dandy. Judy was getting sleepy. So, so sleepy. But just before she drifted off, she took out her flashlight pen and wrote something on the wall in permanent marker right next to her pillow. Oh, my God. Judy Moody sleeps here. Ah, the end. You're not, that's bad. <laughs>